The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. Today's the day. After four weeks of preparation, auditions, script writing, it's finally here. In fact, it's not even here yet. The script is currently being couriered over to me on a motorbike through the streets of Leeds. That's not strictly speaking true. It's actually just not quite finished yet. But it will be by four o'clock because today, everyone, is the premiere of Pink the Musical, I hope. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. Lauv and Troy Sivan. I'm so tired before that. Astrid someone new. All right. Good afternoon. It's Alec here. How's it going? Hope you're, hope you're good this afternoon. In case you're wondering what I'm up to, what I get up to during the songs, today I'm currently just typing furiously because this pink the musical thing i think I've, I've overstretched myself a bit i was like yeah we can do it this week and then i didn't get up early enough to write it in full so okay before three o'clock i did have i'd say maybe 80 percent of it done it's just the last 20 percent that i need to do in the next about i don't know 52 minutes actually i suppose a couple of songs after four okay we've got about an hour i've got an hour to finish this off Minus all the bits when I have to like talk on the radio. So that's what I'm doing. Not that I'm not giving the show my full focus today. But I want to put on a good show for you. And I was a bit rubbish with my timekeeping. And only got around to writing this Pink musical today. But I am relatively certain you will hear at least 80% of Pink the musical today. At about 10 past 4. So yay. Be excited. It's all crowdsourced. It's all from your ideas. The casting is all your ideas. The plot line is your ideas. I've combined them all and put them into this script, which I think is is quite decent, at least the bits I've done. It's all there, more or less, <laughs> for the most part. So that's coming up for you to look forward to. Also today, a couple of stories. I've had some more house viewings. I was telling you about this last week. Uh, um, more have been around again this week to invade my home. I'll tell you about that 
about 10 minutes time. I've tried to be kind of cool this week, and as you would expect, because it's me, it didn't quite go to plan. Have a story about that. And did you see the chase yesterday? I love a daytime TV quiz show and absolute scenes. It was remarkable. I've never seen a TV quiz show like it. So amazing. We need to talk about that. I have to tell you about it. We'll do all that before four, because the musicals are after four. That takes up the majority of that hour. Not the whole of it, though, because we still have Connect Four. We'll do that as well. And that's that's pretty much the order of business for today. That's what's going on between now and five. Welcome to the show. First up, this week I learned. This week I learned. Do you want some life lessons? I've got three of them for you from things that have happened to me this week. Lesson number one. This probably won't be very interesting to most of you, but I think this week it sort of it dawned on me that this radio thing, I'm quite I'm quite good at it, I think. Maybe maybe my script writing on time skills need improving. But I think I'm alright at it. I wouldn't mind doing it for a living instead of getting like a real job. This week I think the the harsh truth that I'm probably never gonna be able to do it hit me. Not because I don't think I'm very good, but basically this is really boring. One massive company is basically swallowed up pretty much all of the radio stations in the country like just in one week boom they're all gone well they're not gone but basically jobs there aren't going to be any so yay that was a really quite sad realization so um yeah that's great to know that's what i've learned this week a very harsh lesson lesson number one lesson number two a slightly more entertaining one although not necessarily for the right reasons people with funny names can really distract you from serious and important causes. I was watching the news uh, Wednesday night with Geordie, who I live with. It was like the local Yorkshire news, I think. And they were talking about a very serious issue, which was mental health and male suicide. It's a really important thing to talk about, and it's very sad and very serious. And then they were interviewing a guy, and you know how on the news their names just like flash up on the screen? This guy, his name was I can't remember his first name his surname was Gammon and from that point I just totally stopped listening to what he was saying because I was just too entertained by the fact that his name was Gammon it I don't know why he just he didn't look like a kind of person that would be called Gammon as a surname and instead of listening to what he had to say about a very serious issue we were just making loads of jokes about like who he'd marry, so she'd have to, she might be called Mrs. Gammon. I now pronounce you Man and Gammon. What the best first name, last name combination is if your surname is Gammon. I thought it would be Gary. Then you could be Gary Gammon. I just quite like the, the alliteration there. And this went on for quite a while because I really liked that he was called Gammon. So, yeah, if you want to talk about something serious, change your name first or make sure you just don't have a silly sounding name like Gammon. It just totally distracts from whatever you're trying to talk about. That's lesson number two. Lesson number three of the week. Always check your timetable the night before. When you're at uni, I'm a student, you only have maybe a couple of hours a day. You often don't have to get up very early. You might be in at like 12, 1, 2, sometimes even like 3. And that was me on Friday. I knew I had a couple of hours. And I was like, yeah, brilliant. I'm in 1 till 2 and then 2 till 3. And then I can come home and that will be my weekend. And so up I get in good time to make it to this lecture on time at 1 o'clock. And I get there a couple of about three minutes to one I'm like brilliant I'm early I'm in very good time I'll even have time to go to the toilet before it starts and then as I'm walking towards the building it's in I see a mate of mine walking in the other direction and loads of other people walking as well and he sort of sees me and he goes oh hello and it was it was the way he looked at me it was the face expression it was the tone of voice he used when he said oh hello the, the confusion I instantly realized that I'd screwed up I was like I've missed it by an hour, haven't I? And he was like, ah, yep. Yes, you have. So I went in for my first lecture an hour late, totally missed it. I then had an hour with nothing to do, followed by an hour of another lecture, which is really rubbish because the person isn't very good. It's like maths based. She just sits there doing loads of squiggles, doesn't really explain what she's doing and personalizes the numbers. She gives them like personalities and voices. She, she gives the numbers voices and talks like she's a number or a symbol. And it's like, 
oh my god, I can't deal with this. Why am I here? Why have I shown up to wait around for an hour and then go to this total waste of time? The thing I actually came in for, I missed because I'm an idiot and I thought it was at 1. Turns out it was actually at 12. So, listen to this. Check your timetable the night before. You won't regret it. I learnt my lesson the hard way. I'll probably never do something like that again. I've learnt, but it's really annoying and kind of embarrassing to you because you look an idiot. I was just sort of standing there talking to him with a lot of unrepeatable, unbroadcastable words. Just like, oh, for goodness sake. And people, I think a couple might have given me a sort of funny look and been like, ha, I know what he did. He missed it by an hour. What an idiot. So check your timetables or for whatever it is, trains maybe. Train tickets you've got, appointments, always check. You don't want to miss it by exactly an hour. You'll look like an idiot. Those are the things I've learned this week. Hope you're good. I'll also tell you about this house viewing after Dua Lipa and Swan Song. Dua Lipa, Swan Song, Billie Eilish next. It's Alec on Wizard Radio. Had another house viewing this week. They keep coming. I'm still insulted that nobody has wanted to live in my house next year. But whatever. It is where it is. And they keep coming and we keep getting text messages saying they're coming at this time and then they come at a totally different time to the time they say they're going to come. And that happened again. They said they were coming at 10 to 11.30 on Tuesday morning. And then they actually showed up at like half three on Tuesday afternoon. Now, none of us were expecting this. This was a bit of a problem, especially for me, because I was I was in the middle of something. I was busy, you know, a natural human bodily function i was sat on on the toilet okay that's that's what was going on at the time and they all show up suddenly and they ring the bell and oob comes downstairs and opens it for them and lets them in and i'm sitting there like oh god no not now of all times not now and i'm just hearing them in the hall it sound it sounded like a mixed group some lads and some girls but I couldn't actually tell because I couldn't see them obviously because the door was shut and I was just listening out I was like oh no please don't come here please don't come here um first to my bedroom's downstairs they had a look around my bedroom which is kind of which is still a bit weird just like looking around my room whilst I'm not there but yeah they were in there and then they had a look in the living room and they went into the kitchen and then they came back out again and I was like okay they've seen everything there is to see down here they're gonna they're gonna want to come for me now and I was just like sitting there waiting for the inevitable to happen. And sure enough, they they come up to the toilet door. The handle goes down. Obviously, it's locked. So there's no risk of them like walking in on me. I'm just sitting there like, oh, no, this is this is terrible. This is just awkward and embarrassing. I know they can't see me, but it's just it's bad for all involved. Um, Didn't say anything when it didn't open, which is good. There was no like... Hello, are you in there? Are you almost done? We want to have a look at your toilet. Excuse me, hurry up. No, there was none of that. Thankfully, I was like, whew, okay. So they went upstairs to look at upstairs. I was just like, you know what? I I can't, I can't emerge from the toilet whilst they're still in my house. I just can't. I don't want to. It'll just be embarrassing because then, then they'll be able to look in the downstairs toilet and they'll just be like, whoa, the last person to use this thing. They left it in a bit of a bad way or whatever. I just, I didn't want that. I didn't want to be judged or embarrassed in my own house. So I just, I just hid in there until they'd gone. So they had a somewhat unsatisfactory viewing. They didn't get to see the downstairs toilet. Probably haven't signed for it either. They're not going to live here either. I don't know whether that was my fault necessarily for not letting them see the downstairs toilet, but whatever. I don't really care. I was not going to make my self appear in front of them after after what i'd just done not a chance was, was quite uncomfortable another somewhat embarrassing tale from my week is coming after billy eilish and bury a friend billy billy eilish bury a friend it's wizard radio with alec feldman hello it's Athelstein on the way bring me the horizon clean disclosure we got connect for before four o'clock as well now you know how I've been doing these like self-defense classes for a while. I haven't really been talking about them that much because they're not really that interesting. You should go for Wednesday night and and kick ass or ass or whatever you prefer. Um, it's quite a lot of fun. I'm having a nice time. There's loads of like Yorkshire folk there, actual locals. It's me and a load of middle-aged bald people. It's it's kind of cool. I mean, I've met some nice people. I've met someone called Daz. He's from he's from Yorkshire and he's called Daz. Um, and that's 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 great. It's good fun. And we were we were doing kicks this week, 
kick defenses. So how to defend yourself if someone kicks you and then how to kick someone should you wish to attack them by kicking them. But mainly so they can defend. They don't really Here's how you can attack people. That's not really what it's about. So we were doing those and we were like, now, what if you want to defend someone kicking you in the head? And this was the thing we were going to work on. But here's the issue. Nobody there is like super, super fit, super, super flexible. Because like I said, it's like a middle, loads of middle-aged bald blokes and then and me. So there were, you know, it wasn't going to be easy for people to kick their partner in the head. So what was suggested was that the person being kicked and doing the defending, they just, they get down on the knees. So it's much easier for you to kick them in the head, which sounds like a good idea. It does make for a slightly, slightly awkward little interaction if they're just like on their knees in front of you face to face. This is a bit weird. Lots of jokes were made, but that was the plan. And so it was a lot easier for someone like me, who's not very flexible, to get get my foot and raise my leg up and kick them in the head. Well, try to. They usually stop you. Kick them in the head and actually reach because it's at about half the height. So that was that. But it still requires a fair degree of stretching to get to head height, even when they are on their knees in front of you. And... That's where I started experiencing some slight issues because the trousers I wear to do to do this these classes, they're actually my old school PE kit that I've had since about year nine. So how old was I at the time? 13, 14, I've had these trousers. I'm now 19. That's like five, six years ago since I got them. They're not small on me necessarily. They still fit, otherwise I wouldn't be wearing them. But, you know, they're not the roomiest and they're quite old, a bit worn out. And that's that's where the issue came in, because I raise my leg up to do a high kick and then I just hear it a little. And I'm like, oh, no, not now, because the sound was the back of those trousers ripping clean open. A massive rip. The more I kick, the more they rip. Um, I didn't even bother trying to like pretend it was fine. I was just like oh no I've, I've ripped my trousers this is bad news and i just like pulled them really high up up to like my nipples and just pulled my t-shirt down so hopefully the, the massive tear and thus my cheap promark underwear with patterns on was disguised somewhat but there was no escaping it a massive rip not very cool the whole badassness of kicking someone in the head was really diminished and then at the end of the session he always goes um the guy in charge so, uh, any injuries to tell me about today? I was like, yeah, we've we've lost my trousers, and he made everyone give them a moment of silence in respect for my five, six-year-old trousers, which are sadly no longer with us. Just, just kind of embarrassing. My underwear was on show to everyone who was looking, and it made for a really cold walk home as well. So, today, I would like your own stories of embarrassment related to trying to be cool when you've been like yeah i got this i'm the man i'm gonna kick you in the head and then something happens it all goes wrong and you just make a fool of yourself instead that is what i like please i always like an embarrassing story those are one of my favorite stories to get so that is what i want 07807 183 538 you can text me please or on facebook send us a message and email as well station at wizardradio.co.uk when you've tried to do something cool and show off a bit and impress someone and then it's gone wrong and all it's ended in is embarrassment and tears. I didn't actually cry. There were no tears from me. Just so you know, just a bit embarrassing. Let me know, please, and I'll read a few after Bring Me the Horizon of this. It's Gasafelstein in the Weekend, Lost in the Fire. This is Alec Feldman, the podcast. Love that. One of my favourite songs around at the moment, genuinely. So, so good. Can we, can we play it again? I wish we could. I mean, we can't. We haven't got time, but it'd be nice if we could. Bring me the horizon of medicine on Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman. Gasafelstein, the weekend before that. Hey, how are you? We've got Colleen Disclosure to play and Lewis Capaldi um, before four o'clock. And we'll do some Connect Four as well. I was telling you before about how um, I ripped my trousers whilst trying to do a really cool head kick move at my self-defense class the other day. Totally eliminating any coolness I might have otherwise had. Wanted to know when you've tried to be cool and it's just gone wrong and you've embarrassed yourself. Mike has said, I feel like this is really classic. For once, I was trying to impress this girl in my class over lunch. 
she was sat on her own and I saw my opportunity. So I walked over, sat down next to her and we started talking and eating. Wow, talking and eating. <laughs> Romantic. In the middle of this joke, I accidentally <laughs> spat out half my food all over the table and it was honestly gross. I was so embarrassed and she just started laughing, said, ooh, you're gross and walked away. It was going so well until that point. Oh, wow. This this feels like a really textbook, almost like it's a cliche. But I mean, credit to you, Mike. If, if that actually happened, then um, I'm sorry to hear it. You should be more careful when you're eating next time. Nobody wants someone that's a messy eater. The food stays in. You know what they say? I asked for the news, not the weather, that kind of thing keep it in and then maybe next time she won't walk away and go "Ooh, you're gross although actually i think that's quite mean of her you know if she can't handle you and you're accidentally spitting food all the way across the table she doesn't deserve you when you're swallowing things correctly as you're supposed to so her loss if she just laughs and walks away that's really savage it's like no you had one chance you blew it please never talk to me again i'll be getting a restraining order out against you very shortly savage be more careful next time, Mike. But no, you tried. I can tell you tried. Aaron, I went ice skating just before Christmas with a group of my friends. I knew most of them, but there were a few of them that I wasn't so friendly with. I'm decent at ice skating. Started out slowly and then got more and more confident until I was too confident and didn't just slip. I tripped up face first in a big way and slid across the ice. Oh no, <laughs> I was so hurt and was bleeding and it was awful. I was so embarrassed though because I was so confident before that I just looked like a bit of an idiot. Yeah, you blew it big time. That is why you never make big bold claims about stuff, ever. What you gotta do is downplay it, really lower everyone's expectations and then you can over deliver and people will be really impressed. Never, ever raise people's expectations because then something like that will happen and you'll blow it. Next thing you know, you've got loads of ice burns all over your face and there's blood and people are tripping over you and there's pain and embarrassment. All because you said you were good at ice skating when you weren't. Bad idea, very bad idea. I hope, I hope you've learned your lesson there, Aaron. Never be overconfident. Although, I mean, it's not really your fault that you accidentally fell over, but you know, at least if you'd not made out you were really good, there would have been less embarrassment the first time. That's what I think. Those are my thoughts on the matter. That's that's all. But yeah, I'm really sorry to hear about that. That is horribly embarrassing. Clara's been on. I'm really clumsy most of the time and just make a fool of myself basically every moment of every day. One time I was speaking to this boy I had a massive crush on. Uh, always people try to impress someone else. That's how it always happens. Um... And I tripped up the stairs. Not down the stairs. She tripped up the stairs. She says, I'm not even sure how that's possible. But I tripped on a step. Ended up on my hands. And I always think that pose just looks like you're a baby. If you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I think so. You mean like sort of on all fours. Trying to drag your body weight up the stairs without standing up. Yeah, yes. Not, not the best look if you're trying to impress someone. Um, she says, it was really busy as well, because it was between classes. So he just walked away, and everyone was laughing. So this is what, what we've learned today by doing this little text in. People are mean. They have zero patience. If you're trying to impress someone, and then you make you make one tiny mistake that leads to embarrassment, that's it. You, you're done. They're just like, no, you had your chance. You've blown it now. I have no desire to speak to you again after that embarrassment. I'm leaving you to the dogs to be laughed at by everyone else harsh people need to be nicer i think this is a, it's a cruel world out there not even not even a simple like are you okay i'm so sorry that you fell up the stairs i hope you're all right none of that just like <laughs> bye i'm walking up mean very mean clara not worth it they're really not worth it Clara, Clara, like um, Peter Capaldi and Doctor Who. I can't say Clara without saying Clara, because that was like his catchphrase. Clara, get back to the TARDIS. Okay, anyway, sorry. Thanks for your message, Clara. Ellie has been on. I have, I have no way to say your name in a special way. Sorry. I was at this house party with my friends once. Wow, you're so cool. 
Look at my listeners going to house parties. I'm so impressed. <laughs> house party with my friends, what says Ellie. And me and a small group of my friends were hanging out at the back of the garden. We were drinking Diet Coke. Yes, diet, because I'm a good girl. Yeah, watch those teeth. And someone made me laugh, and the Coke came out of my nose. I don't even know how that's possible. But here I am, laughing with Coca-Cola coming out of my nose, and then laughing even more because it felt so funny. Just as that happened, this boy I'd been flirting with earlier, who'd come to look for me, walks past, sees me, and just walks away again. What is it with people? No second chances. Wow. You all fancy horrible people. That's what I'm concluding from this. They're all they're all shallow. They don't appreciate you for the real you because you know what? I I wouldn't object. I wouldn't be like, ugh, this is a deal breaker if I saw someone with like Coca-Cola coming out of their nose because they're laughing hysterically or because they fall up the stairs or because they accidentally spit half their lungs across the table. I'd never do that because I'm a nice person. And I believe in second chances. So, harsh. But (laughs) fair enough. Thank you very much, Uh, Ellie, for that one. And Penny has been on. Have you ever walked into a lamppost? Just walking down the street, talking to a friend, not really paying attention, and then a lamppost comes out of nowhere and you just walk into it. Um, I've got to be honest, Penny. No, I can't say that's something I've ever done. Maybe, maybe we've had a couple of close calls, but I've never actually done it. But let's see. She continues. That happened to me when I was hanging out with this guy once. We were walking home from school, just got off the bus, walked into the lamppost. Everyone on the school bus saw. I got a nosebleed and a really bad headache and nearly started crying. Oh no. It was not the mood I was going for, to be honest. Although, he did come home with me and got me some ice for my head. But then he left shortly after, and I can't help but think that the lamppost is to fault okay this this chap sounds like a slightly better person than the other people we've talked about today at least he did you know get you home safely and make sure your brain wasn't like bleeding because he walked into a lamppost there is there is some milk of human kindness in this guy but then he left anyway so i don't know these are all these are all really unfortunate tales I'm, I'm sorry you've been through all these traumatic experiences much like me in the trousers but worse at least i wasn't trying to impress someone i was just with some guy that was like 10 years older than me that sounds weird but you know it wasn't like that he was on his knees but it wasn't like that it was just a, a self-defense practice partnership i assure you khalid khalid and disclosure now let's get out of this this hole i'm digging this is talk it's wizard radio khalid disclosure that was talk you've got wizard radio on with me alec Hey, Lewis Capaldi plays next. So, you know how I apparently don't have much to fill my days with and I watch all the quiz shows in my house. It's like our little hobby. We've got our favourites, we've got our least favourites. We don't really care that much about Pointless. But The Chase, The Chase with Bradley Walsh, that is where it is at. And it seems to be on all the time. It's on like ITV and then ITV Plus One. And then it's on like every hour of the day on Challenge TV as well. It's everywhere. There is probably, if you looked, there is probably somewhere in the world where Bradley Walsh is on every hour of the day. You could watch 24 hours of Bradley Walsh on The Chase. I'm fairly certain you could do it. But we like The Chase. The Chase is a good one. What happens on The Chase is um, you've got these teams of four. I think they're four strangers. They don't know each other. They come on. They answer questions. And for every question they get right, they'll build up some money. And then they bring out these professional chasers, they're called. They're like professional quizzes. They're really smart. One's called Anne Hegarty, but they call her the governess. There's one called the beast. And, you know, we have our favorite chasers. We have our least favorite chasers. My least favorite chaser is one called the vixen. She's not on very often, but she was on the chase yesterday. She's from Bolton, like Boltonian girls. So they feel a bit of an, a, a bit of an affinity for each other. Well, it's quite one-sided, actually. But, you know, I'm not that fussed about her. She is not as good as the Beast or the Governess, but whatever. She was the chaser, and she had seen off all of this woman's teammates. All four of them, only one was left. Now, normally, when it get when it gets to like the last stage of the chase, where they've answered the team have answered some questions, however many questions they've answered, the chaser has to answer more questions than they did correctly. And if the chaser answers more questions than them in like two minutes, then they've won. And if not, the team 
wins however much money they've been offered by the chaser. Does that make sense? And today, well, not today, yesterday, the chaser offered this one woman, all of her team had gone, this one woman, £70,000 if she could beat the chaser. The vixen, she was really full of herself. She was like, nah, you, you'll never do this. You'll never make it. Not one of you by yourself against me. But, you know, she got to, this woman made it to the last stage where you have to answer as many questions as you can in two minutes with this 70 grand prize. And in, in my house, because we're really into the chase, we just sat there like, oh my God, this is unheard of. This never happens. And um, OOB, who is by far the least enthusiastic about the quiz shows, he doesn't really care about them. He gets bored of them quite easily. Even he was downstairs in our living room watching this one woman take on the vixen on the chase for £70,000. You have no idea how excited we were. We've seen nothing like it. The tension was was so high. We were just on the edge of our seats, really encouraging her, egging her on. We were like, come on. I can't remember what her name was. I want to call her Jean, but I know her name wasn't Jean. It was something else, but I've forgotten what her actual name was. So let's call her Jean. I was like, come on, Jean, not her actual name. You can do this. We were all cheering her on. We, we couldn't we couldn't go away. Couldn't go to the toilet. Couldn't like put food in the oven because it was like around dinner time. We just had to watch this this last chase. And, you know, Jean did very well. I think she got about 20 questions right in the two minutes, which is unheard of. Normally four people wouldn't even get 20 right in the two minutes. She got 20 right by herself. And then they bring out the Vixen again. And the Vixen, all she has to do is answer more than 20 questions correctly in two minutes. And then she takes the money away from her and she loses. And, it, you know, the questions start. And Vixen, she loses it. She's totally lost the plot. Can't do it. In the first, like, 40 seconds, she only managed three questions. It's awful. Three questions is nothing. And, you know... We got into the last minute and we're like, okay, we think she's got this, but, you know, it could be close. And it did get kind of close. I think in the end it was like 17 or 18 that the Vixen got up to. But then Jean, she she got more than her. The Vixen lost to this amateur quiz person all on her own. And we were ecstatic. We were amazed. We were like clapping and cheering for this woman. We were so happy for her, for Jean, who wasn't actually called Jean. Man, we've never seen anything like it. That was the best episode of The Chase we've ever seen the chase peaked with that it was incredible if you haven't seen that i mean you've got to watch it people are talking about it on twitter today still because it was such a huge chase moment if you like the quiz shows like we do amazing legendary was was quite the thing to see okay we'll do connect four in a second first someone you love from lewis capaldi is wizard radio wizard radio lewis capaldi someone you loved I can't tell whether he was joking or not. He put something on his, I think it was his Twitter yesterday, saying the video for that song has Peter Capaldi being Doctor Who. And I can't tell whether he's taking the mickey or not, but it'd be quite cool if he actually has got Peter Capaldi in the video. I don't know whether it's a joke or not, but it's cool. I like Lewis Capaldi. Funny guy. It's Alec here, Wizard Radio. Connect for time. We might be doing Pink the Musical in the next out, but that doesn't mean there isn't time for Connect for. We can squeeze that in right at the end. It's the game we play every week at time. Four words chosen at random from the dictionary. And with those four words, you just have to connect them. Put them in like a little story. That's all I ask. Put the four words into a story. And that's how you play Connect Four. Can be as random or made up as you like. As long as all four words are in there, then you're playing the game correctly. So let's get the words. James, are you there? Yes, and by the way, he wasn't joking. The music video has come out, and Peter Capaldi, who is his long-lost relative, is in the video. Incredible. I love that. Amazing. Have you got your dictionary in hand? I do, I do. Which dictionary are we using again? Is it the school one? The Oxford Mini School Dictionary, tested in schools, 40,000 words and phrases. Excellent. And we'll be using... Um, what what's four out of forty thousand? It's like point zero 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 one percent of those words right now. I think zero 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 zero. Damn it! So nice. close. That'd be if we were using forty words. But okay, that'd be a really long game. Yeah. Let's Too not long. do that. Okay, four words. 
Let's get flicking for word number one, please. Flicking. Okay. And we'll be doing this 40 times to get all the words. Stop. Okay. Um, okay. Heaven. We've had that before, haven't we? Yes. Because right. someone wrote about page. their grandma going to heaven. Okay. Helicopter. Oh, that's more like it. Helicopter. That's your first word. Hope you're taking a note of this. It's very important. Helicopter is word number one. Let's get the second word. Flicking. Off you go. Okay. He is flicking. And I will tell him to stop right about now. Okay. Glorify. Glorify. We've got glorify and helicopter. First two words. Let's let's keep this going. Word number three, please. Flicking. Stop. Oh, God. Okay, I did that one in reverse, by the way. Okay. Time. Time. Wow, you made it quite far through the dictionary in that very short time. I'm flicking a bit faster than usual this week. Ah. Glorify, time, and helicopter. Those are the words. One more. Let's flick. Flicking. And stop. Okay. Refill. Refill. Like the Craig David song. If you merge rewind and fill me in, you'd get refill. Me in. Refill me in. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Refill, time, glorify, helicopter. Those are the connect four words. Put them in a story. It can be as long and as random and as totally made up as you like, as long as all those four words are in there. Helicopter, glorify, time, refill, and then send them to me on 07807-183-538 or um, Twitter at WizRadio. Facebook.com slash wizardradio and on the email station at wizardradio.co.uk or there's also a lovely contact form on our lovely new website if you're really fancy. So helicopter glorify time and refill. Those are the connect four words. We'll do it after Pink the Musical, which is about 10 minutes away. So get ready. Pink the Musical's on the way after Mabel, Sam Smith and now the news at four. Live from his parky student room in Leeds City Centre. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio. That was Sam Smith and Normani dancing with a stranger. Before that, Mabel, don't call me up. Coming up music-wise, I've got Pink and Pink and Pink. Yeah, by the way, and also Pink. Alec, I feel like this is the bit like behind the curtain through backstage at the moment. Um, yeah. I'm not playing any background music right now because this is, you know, everybody's getting in their seats and getting yeah. ready for what's going to be a very exciting performance. They've all got some overpriced popcorn. Yes, some sweets and, yeah, a program, <laughs> programs. They've got programs. Yes. yes. They've got programs. Exactly. And they're all doing this because it is now time for the premiere of, of Pink the Musical four weeks this has been in the works it started because i mean it started when we did derulo the musical and then i was like let's do a musical about pink as well they're a similar sort of caliber of artist i thought both been around for ages they've got loads of hits that you sometimes forget about and both sort of have personalities where you can project more or less whatever you want onto them yeah as in quite a blank canvas you could say your words not mine well there we go we've got lots of characters though that we need to fill with um, yes. like who's going to voice them. So we've got Jason Drulo, um, yeah. who's going to play the the character of Purple. Mm. Sadly, he, Jason Drulo can't be with us in person for like the run through today. So we're you might have to do that one. And that's fine because I played Jason Drulo in Jason Drulo the musical, so I can do that. Exactly, you're very experienced, so that's good. But hopefully, he will be with us um, when we go to the West End. I've just seen a bit of your script i've not read this before guys and it's got such localized references <laughs> anyway who's gonna play um jedward well i was thinking weirdly that they probably actually will do they could do the work but again i haven't quite contacted them yet so we'll say we'll say i'll give a go at being jedward for today and just can to fill you in. be because you voiced danny dyer when he featured in jason drudo the musical too i did He's so making a return. Be, you can play Big John, Pink's ex, voiced by Danny Dyer, this time voiced by Alec Feldman. Jedward, yes. Purple's friend, you will voice. 
I will yes. voice Purple, who will be voiced by Jason Drulo, being voiced by me. Um, mm. Let's do Pink's friend Emily, who's from the Indigo Girls. Who I are an voice... 80s pop yes. star. I can voice her. And I can also probably voice Pink's friend Amy, who's Amy from the Indigo Girls as mm. too. On one basis, Alec. Yeah. You voice the lead role. Wow, really? You voice you... Lindsay Lohan voicing Pink. Wow. This is this is big. I didn't think I'd ever have to fill in for Lindsay Lohan. This is a big day. You but, ready okay. for this? Yeah? I can, I can do that. Whew. I'm ready. Okay. We've got some background music for the club scene. Oh, Open brilliant. Up. And scene. Oh, you can be it's... the narrator too. Yeah. I'll read the stage directions. <clears throat> it's a Saturday night. Pink and her two friends, Amy and Emily, from 80s folk rock duo, the Indigo Girls, are getting ready to hit the town. Okay, let's, let's do my pink voice. <clears throat> so, uh, where are we headed tonight, gals? Amy. I was thinking we start off at Spoons and then head to- Oh, this is that's never going to work because my voice will go after a second. Let me just work out my Amy. <clears throat> okay. okay. Do your line again, please. So where are we headed tonight, gals? I was thinking we start off at Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Amy from the Indigo Girls has quite a masculine voice. Quite okay. husky. She's been in the, the game for a long time, you know. Um, mm. okay. I was thinking we head off to Spoons and then head to Prism and see what happens from there. Emily, who's been in the game, but is kind of one foot forward, one foot back. So her voice is a bit more normal. Um, yeah. Prism, gross, no thanks. Prism is for sweaty teenagers. As 80s pop stars, we're too old for that kind of place. So, what do you suggest then? How about somewhere a bit crazier? Let's hit a strip club. A strip club? What's there going to be for us to see at a strip club? It'll just be a load of sleazy guys. It'll be gross. Plus, demeaning towards women. Exactly. Nobody will expect us to go to a strip club. It'll be wild. Totally crazy. I love it. That's exactly the kind of crazy thing we do just for the, just for the hell of it. I love being wild and out of control. Me too. Hmm. Hey. Oh, sorry. Hey, Pink. You don't agree with you. You didn't agree that you love being wild and out of control. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. Love it. Woo. Go, Indigo Girls and Pink. That's more like it. Now let's get ready. Pink, fetch your chain and hair gel. We're going to party like it's 2001. Don't people usually say party like it's 1999? Yeah, but I'm feeling more 2001. You know, we're getting on a bit. <laughs> Sorry? We, we get it on a bit? We're Did getting they? on a bit. It's I not that kind of a play. We're getting on a bit. That... That's it's, more like it. We're getting on a bit. Yes. Yeah, okay. Not getting it on or no, whatever sorry. you said. Sorry, it's difficult <laughs> sorry. in the accents. It's difficult in the accents. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're getting on a bit. Speak for yourself. Whatever. Shall I call an Uber? Nah, I was thinking we just dangerously drive a classic convertible while not wearing seatbelts and standing up. Great idea. That'll show everybody how to how crazy and wild we are. Oh boy, it's gonna be a long night. Still, I'd better just put That's on a smile. Vo- oh, yeah, it is your pink voice. Sorry. It sort of is. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'd better just put on a smile and get through it. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'm coming out, so we'd better get the party started. <laughs> Pink and the Indigo Girls now. They're in a strip club doing shots off the back of scantily clad women. Pervy men are all around them, staring with their mouths open. Oh, this is Pink the musical, by the way, just just in case you weren't sure what I'm talking about. Anyway, back in, back in character, Amy. Woo! Wait, which one's Amy? Damn it, I knew I should have made a better She's She's the low one. Oh, yeah, okay. Whoa, this is the craziest <laughs> thing we've ever done. I'm having such a good time. Let's get those guys to buy us another round. Yeah, wait. Yeah, 
Dad, this is the best idea you've ever had. We keep this up and one day we'll be relevant again. But what about next week we eat sushi of dwarves? By the way, we're playing Cranked Up by Soldier Boy in the background. Oh, brilliant. Amazing idea. What do you think, Pink? Um, isn't that a little weird and disrespectful to little people? Stop being such a killjoy. You're always like this. Hey, boys, fancy getting us another round? I bet you do. I just... Do you not think... Uh, never mind. No, go on. What were you going to say? Nothing, nothing. Oh, my God. Look at those. It's like you've never been to a strip club before, babe. What were you expecting? I... I don't know. It's, it's just... They, they can't be real, can they? I somehow doubt it, but look at those creeps. They seem to love it. Nah, nah. N Americans don't really say nah, do they? Um, no, no, nope. I'm sorry. I, I can't do this anymore. This is disgusting. Why the hell are we in a strip club with loads of creepy guys throwing money at girls who have clearly had some kind of surgical enhancement? This is not how I want to be spending my Saturday night. Because we're the indigo girls and pink. It's what we do. We're crazy party animals. We already wake up in a dumpster at six in the morning and then do it all again tomorrow. Woo. Yeah. Here for a good time. Not a long time. You've already been here for a long time by the looks of it. Shut it, Pinky. So what are you saying? We're too wild and unpredictable for you? I guess so. I just wish we didn't always have to do stupid things to prove how crazy we are. Can't we just go out, have a nice time, and be tucked up in bed by 11? Whoa, when did you get so boring? We became your friends when you moved to the big city because we thought you were cool. But it looks like we're, you're just a bit of a square. You know what? Fine. I don't even care. If I'm a square, then you two, you're hexagons. What does that even mean? Uh, I, I'm not sure. It doesn't even matter. I'm just sick of you two pressuring me into doing things I don't want to do. If you're sick of it, why don't you just go then? Okay, I will. Bye. Bye, Square. This just means more free drinks for us. Pink leaves the strip club and walks slowly and sadly down the dark road with only the occasional street lamp for illumination. Meanwhile, on the other side of the strip club, Purple is having a similar argument with his friends, who happen to be, um, um well, you'll, you'll find out. Oh my dad, look at those girls. Wow, she's stripping. This is a club. Together, they are strip club. Wow, this is so exciting. We're having such a good time in the big city. Are you having a good time in the big city, Purple? Are you? Are you? Well, kind of. Do you not think this is really sleazy and disrespectful? I mean, you'd never see Jason Derulo there. Why are you talking about Jason Derulo, Purple? Anyway. Because I respect him massively. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Come on, Purple. It's fun. Isn't it fun? D don't be boring. We think this is fun. Can we get some more champagne over here, please? We used to be in the X Factor. He's John, and he's Edward, and he's Purple. Together, we are Jedward and Purple. High five. We, we only speak in sync. That's why. We're both John and Edward talking at the same time. That's why. Can we, can we have a high five, Purple? Can we? Can we? Only joking. Ha! Got you. No high fives for you. God, you two are annoying. Do you ever stop? Oh no, Purple, please don't be annoyed at us. Please don't. We're really sorry. So sorry. We really are. Do you accept our apology? Can we get back to looking at the nearly naked girls now? Please, Purple, please. For goodness sake, can you just shut up? I'm so done with listening to your rubbish. Since when was taking me to a strip club a fun way to mark the anniversary of my grand's death? Oh my god, Purple, we totally forgot. We're so sorry. We'll make it up to you. We'll get your personal dance. Excuse me. Excuse me. Over here, please. This guy's grand. She's dead. He needs a dance to cheer him up. Enough. I'm sick of this. I'm going. I'm done with you two idiots. Purple is leaving. But but we're Jedward and Purple. Without Purple, we're just Jedward. Oh, wait. Actually, that sounds better. Why did you ditch us sooner? This is so much better. I'm John, and I'm Edward. 
and together we're Jedward. Go, Jedward! I'm so done. If I see you two again before I die, it'll be too soon. Meanwhile, Purple also leaves the strip club. Both him and Pink are now walking on the dark streets, but on opposite sides. Pink starts singing Beautiful Trauma. As Pink sings Beautiful Trauma in, in the musical about her own life, by the way, um, played by Lindsay Lohan, she walks into Spoons. Purple walks in shortly after. They sit at the bar. They get drinks, but separately. Then, all of a sudden, Pink accidentally knocks her drink over. It runs all the way down the bar, dripping onto Purple's lap. Hey, you just spilled your drink all over me. I hope this isn't about to get ugly. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? What do you mean, get ugly? I'm not really sure. I just felt like there was a sun coming on. Anyway, it's okay. I was just a bit shocked. What's your name? I'm Pink. I'm really sorry about the drink again. I'll buy you another one to make up for it. I've just had a bit of a rough night. What's your name? The name's Jason Terulo. Sorry. <clears throat> I mean purple. The name's purple. I've just left my two annoying Irish friends in a strip club. I couldn't take them anymore. No way. I just left my two annoying friends in a strip club too. Mine aren't Irish though. They're just pop stars from the 80s. Wow, what a coincidence. This is so convenient. I know, right? Wow. I just I just can't be dealing with them anymore. They're not they're not me. They're these crazy party animals and I'm not like that at all. I just wish I met someone who understood me. Mhm. Yes. Me too. I just want a quiet life with someone I like and respect. If only I could find someone like that. Yes, if only. Enter Big John, played by Danny Dyer, because he's, he's very easy to get hold of, who walks straight over to Pink. Oi, 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 what's happening here then? Big John, how did you find me here? Never you mind. So, who's this scoundrel then? Uh, he's, he's purple. We just met. Not that it's any of your business. Purple, you say? Alright, mate. Very good, thanks. How are you? He's just saying, I weren't asking. I don't care. What are your intentions with this woman? I, 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 I don't... Hang, hang on. You look familiar. Haven't you met Jason? I'm <coughs> sorry. Purple before? Big John, go away. It's none of your business. We're over. I told you, we were done. Please, take me back one more time, baby. I promise it'll be True Love featuring Lily Allen. I don't even remember that song. Nah. Wait, I think I just messed up my voice. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Pink isn't Cockney. I don't even remember that song. Nah, nobody does. But please, give me one more chance. Absolutely not. Not after what you did with my sister. Fine then. You leave me with no choice. Na 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 na. I'm gonna start a fight. Na 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 na. My ex is gonna start a fight. Na 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 na. He's gonna start a fight. Na 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 na. We're all gonna get in a fight. So what? Big John punches Purple. Purple fights back, and soon the whole pub is involved in a mass brawl with Pink at the centre. Hopefully you're fully imagining Danny Dyer beating up Jason Derulo on stage in Pink the Musical during that song, um, because that's that's what we're going for. Anyway, <clears throat> back to back to the musical. 
It's the next day. Purple is hospitalised with his injuries from the night before. Big John has been arrested and remains in custody. Enter Pink. Purple, I've looked around the whole hospital for you. It's taken ages. Thankfully, there aren't that many people called Purple or it would have taken even longer. Oh God, what are you doing here? I was so worried about you. I'm so sorry about what happened. You mean you're sorry your ex Big John came and beat me up or you're sorry for spilling your drink on me? Well, both. I'm really sorry for everything. I think you're the person I should be with. How can you know that based on a conversation that can't have lasted more than 30 seconds? Uh, gut instinct. I just got the feeling. You know when you just hit it off with someone? There have been times when I can't stop the feeling either. I know your ex just hit me if that counts. Did you just quote a Justin Timberlake song? Yes. I see. Cool. Anyway, are you ever going to let that go? I'm literally in hospital because your ex started a fight with me for talking to you. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, fair, fair enough. But I'd really like to make it up to you. I'd really rather you just go. Are you sure? Yeah. You've done enough. But... But... What about us? 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 As I was just saying, what about us? I just don't think it'll work. What about Big John? He's been arrested. <coughs> Ow, that, that's really painful, actually. He's been arrested, and I'm getting a restraining order. He won't be a problem anymore. At this point, who should walk in but Jedward? Oh my god, Purple, we heard you here. We are so worried. Are you okay? Are you? What's wrong? What did the nice doctor lady say? What are you two doing here? And yeah, I'll be okay soon. Thank God. Doctor, you saved his life. Oh my God, I'm so grateful, Doctor. We're so sorry we forced you to go to a strip club on the anniversary of your grand's death. We'll never do it again, we promise. Wow, you really did have a Oh no, wait, that's me. Oh God, sorry. 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 <laughs> I forgot that as well. Yeah. Wow. Wow, you really did have a rough day. Beaten up on the anniversary of your grand's death. I really am sorry. You know what? I've changed my mind. Pink, let's give it a go. I can't put up with these two anymore. Purple, who's this man? Oi, I'm a woman, actually. Sorry, Mrs. Lady. Who are you? Why are you in our friend Purple's hospital room? You see what I have to put up with? Oh, yeah, totally. <clears throat> and now, it's two years later. Pink and Purple are giving their wedding speech. So anyway, that's the story of how me and Pink met. Yeah, and in case you were wondering, Big John was given a five-year prison sentence, and the Indigo Girls realised their error of their worries and turned away from the party lifestyle, although never quite became musically relevant again. And Purple forgave us too, didn't you Purple? I'm John, and I'm Edward, and he's Purple, and she's Pink, and together... We're Jedward, and purple, and pink. That was truly, I believe, legendary. I agree. I really like how pretty much all of the cast were really relevant and topical as well. Yes, I agree. You know, Lindsay Lohan, Jedward. It's like it's 2009, not 2019. It's great. 
Yes. Well, look, I mean, this fits right at home with the weekly mixtape, your new show on a Friday. That's true. I'm just I'm just old before my time, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Good show, the weekly mixtape, if you like throwback tunes. They're not even that old. They're usually like last five. Why are you plugging Like 2010, your, your 2015, I say. I just did Give it, it a listen you. on a Friday. I, like. I literally just did this for you. Sorry? I just saved your face by promoting your show for you, yet here you are still promoting your own show. Yeah, listen to it, please. Okay, I'm done now. Great. Moving on. That was Pink the Musical. And now let's let's get back to a bit of normality. I think it's time for some Connect Four. Just before before the musical, before that was brought into our lives, that masterpiece, um, I gave you four words from James Gilmore's copy of the Oxford Mini School Dictionary. Helicopter, glorify, time and refill. What were you supposed to do with those words, you ask? You were supposed to put them into a little story, long friend, phrase, rambly sentence thing to somehow connect them and send them to me. That's the aim of the game. And you can win so much as you can really win. There's not a prize to win. It's just my respect. If you do one I like, that's basically it. I am the god of this game. I decide what's good, what's not. Let's see what we have this week. Message from Nathan, who is playing Connect 4. Remember, you're listening for helicopter glorify time and refill. Hopefully he's got them all in. When I was on holiday once, I took a trip in a helicopter with my family. It was really scary. I feel like people glorify the experience of being in a helicopter because I found it was just scary and not that enjoyable. We weren't in there for that long an amount of time, yeah, to be honest. And for loads of the trip, we were landed at a launch pad because the pilot had to refill the helicopter with more fuel. So overall, I'd not recommend a helicopter trip. Wow. That's a really good one. I'm impressed with that. That kind of story actually lends itself really well to all of those words being used and not being totally out of place. I'm surprised, but nice one, Nathan. Helicopter stories are the way forward for fitting in and glorify time and refill it. It works. Maybe that's a secret trick. Maybe any of the Connect 4 words we ever have would work for helicopter stories. Probably not. Probably not. But nice work. I like that very much. The only thing that didn't quite fit was that long an amount of time. That's not really a phrase, but I'll allow it. I will allow it because that was a good effort. Thank you, Nathan. Entry number one, Connect 4. That was Nathan. Now on to Joel, who says, When I was younger, I remember having a conversation with my brother about the meaning of life. You know, one of those really deep conversations when you're too young to know everything, so you just glorify the really interesting bits. We were talking about how long the perfect life is, the best time to die, gruesome, I know, he says. I think I would like to die in a plane crash or a helicopter crash because it's quite a heroic and interesting way to die. Now I'm not so sure. Hmm. As I refill my glass of water thinking about this now, I think my deepest, darkest fear is death. It's interesting how things change in life. Wow, that's much more profound than we normally have on this game. I wasn't quite ready for that. So we had helicopter, we had glorify, time, yeah, we had the right time to die, refill, refill my glass of water. Yeah, I mean, they're all in there. I can't fault it on that front. Nice one, Joel. Callie as well. Whenever I say things like, I want it to be tomorrow already. My parents say, don't wish your life away. So I don't want to glorify any negative messages. But I really wish it could be tomorrow. Why? Tomorrow is my best friend's birthday. I've bought him a miniature helicopter. It's an inside joke. Okay. I wouldn't be that happy with a miniature helicopter age 19. Anyway, sorry. And we were going to spend loads of time together at his house. He's doing a little gathering of friends with loads of food, (laughs) refillable drinks, and hopefully lots of great memories. Wow, I, I refuse to go to parties unless they have refillable drinks. That's my demand. Whenever anyone invites me anywhere, the first thing I say is, are there refillable drinks? And if the answer is no, then I do not attend. Absolutely not. Um, so we get all the words in there. Helicopter, refill. Refill was changed to refillable. Controversial. Do we have, yeah, we have glorify and time was probably there somewhere as well. Yeah, so very nice. Good entry. Thank you very much, Callie. Um, I hope there are refillable drinks. Um, and Sammy as well. Before we decide who's the best. Sammy, we always have to have an entry from Sammy. Here, I'm going to tell you four of my favourite songs. Right. Refill by Elvana. It's a classic. Never heard of it. 
hung up with by Madonna with the lyrics time goes by so slowly which is legendary yes I know that one that's like a cover of ABBA which samples ABBA um, the helicopter song by the wolf tones and relight my fire by take that although I think that slightly glorifies religion and Christianity but anyway that's about me that is a really new approach I've never seen that done before just finding songs that somehow reference or include in the name the four connect four words wow that's unprecedented but i respect that i do i like that a lot i think i think just for the ingenuity shown even though he did change glorify to glorifies i think i've got to give that to sammy that's clever that's clever you're taking the format and you're tilting it on its head respect thank you very much but also shout out to the refillable drinks the profound conversations about death and um nathan's and his helicopter trip all very good thank you that is the end of the show for this week i hope you enjoyed pink the musical um cheers for getting involved with everything else as well back on next week saturday three o'clock for me and friday as well for the weekly mixtape and get the podcast it's called alec feldman the podcast search for it in your podcast places and you can get it mine of course is coming up next i'll finish with nina nesbitt this is is it really me you're missing see you next week there goes another episode of alec feldman the podcast wasn't that some great content Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.